welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of the Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great interviews, podcasts, articles, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. A few things we're going to get into today, of course, talking about the Razorback basketball team and their performance or lack thereof against the Florida Gators last night. We'll also get into the latest dealing with the transfer portal in college football which essentially is just like free agency, apparently. And then we'll get into some nonsense to end the podcast as well. But we will start with Arkansas basketball and the game that they played against Florida last night, Bud Walton Arena. Arkansas did not get the victory, in case you can't tell by the tone of my voice. Losing 57-51. to 51. 57 to 51 like that's the, that was the final score and no it wasn't uh wasn't you know canceled due to rain late or uh postponed or called or anything no that was the final score it might have been one of the worst games i've ever watched in the mike anderson era just all around because it wasn't just arkansas it was florida both of these teams were atrocious. The officiating was not good. It, it, just the coaching was not good. Nothing was good in this game. And really, Arkansas has not played very well in the past few games. And this was just another indication and the latest to add to the list, where Arkansas was down big late in the second half. In fact, they were down 16 points at one point. They come roaring back somehow, end up getting two within two points with a chance to tie or take the lead late in the game, can't convert, and thus ends the story. There's a lot of hot takes coming in uh, from this game itself, but you know, I, I've had to I had to go back and I had to rewatch some of the things that were going on in this game so I could really come onto this podcast and be able to give you uh, exactly the best I can, at least, in uh, what exactly happened in this game and what are the reasons behind it all. And I'm actually at a loss in a lot of cases. I can't believe that Arkansas shot as poorly as they did. I mean, horrible. from the field for Arkansas. 15 of 50. 50. 50 shots taken, 15 made. 6 of 26 from three-point land, and 15 of 26 from the free-throw line. Shooting was awful. But it was really... The only reason this game was close is because you had Mason Jones, who scored 30 points. That's right. One player for Arkansas scored 30 points... On 7 of 13 shooting, 4 of 9 from the three-point line, and 12 of 13 from the free throw line. So do your math there. And Arkansas still lost. Daniel Gafford shot four times. Daniel Gafford, your, your NBA player on this team, shot four times. Made three baskets. Granted, he was in foul trouble a lot of the game. Had four fouls, two quick ones to start the game, but finished with nine points and 12 rebounds. But this game was very puzzling for a lot of reasons because this team looks like we expected them to look like to start the season. And the bench had no points, didn't add a single point to it. In fact, you and me had the same amount of points that the bench did. And it starts kind of making you scratch your head of where is it going wrong right now? What What is this team we're looking at? What is the problem here? And, of course, this leads into the criticisms of Mike Anderson, 
which seems to come out of the woodwork anytime the Razorbacks perform poorly. So with all that being said, let me let me put it to you like this, folks. I have said this a billion times before, and I'll say it a billion times again. I am never, especially in college basketball, ever going to judge a coach on his fate on whether or not he needs to go or he needs to stay based on one game or a couple games. I will always do it based on the seasons. Give me till the end of the season and I'll tell you what the fate needs to be as far as my opinion goes. Because I feel like there's so many factors that can go into whether or not the team can get it turned around, whether or not it's just a bad game, bad slump. That Because here's the thing. People are wanting to fire Mike Anderson right now. I, I get it. I totally get your, your frustrations. This is year eight. You sit back and, you know, you say you want him fired. Okay. The only reason I'm not to that level yet or to that point yet is because there's a lot of things that can happen this season where the team can get it turned around late. We've seen it happen. And I think the worst thing you could possibly do is scream out, fire Mike Anderson, fire Mike Anderson, fire Mike Anderson. Then somehow, some way, this team gets it turned around and then they make it back to the NCAA tournament and then get into the Sweet 16 or something like that. Then you look like a jackass because earlier in the year, you were screaming for his head. So I, that's one of the main reasons why I never want to take anything for granted until the season comes to an end. But I will say that it, it, it does get tiresome. It does get frustrating for a program like Arkansas to be at the position that they're in right now. And they've granted they've made two straight NCAA tournaments three of the last four years. That's all well and good. They've got two NCAA tournament victories. But the problem is it's not just because you lost a lot and you're going to have to replace a lot. The problem is, is that it doesn't look like there's really anything on the horizon for Arkansas basketball to get better from. Because if this team is what you got, which I think is a young and inexperienced team, that's fine, but that's no excuse for losing these games. And I get frustrated by that too. I get frustrated when people tell me, oh, well, Arkansas, they're young and inexperienced team. I mean, they're one of the top 11 youngest teams in the country. I don't give a crap. You know why? Because first off, everyone's young. Everyone's inexperienced in college basketball. It, there is a revolving door of players transferring to different programs, coaches changing, players coming from the JUCO ranks. I mean, it's just it's a mess. Most teams don't look the same year in and year out. It, it, this is not football. This is not baseball. It's always changing, ever changing. And so don't give me youth and inexperience as an excuse I would take a youth and an experience as an excuse for why they're not a top 10, top 15 team. But not for losing to bad teams like Western Kentucky and Georgia Tech, and in this case, Florida at home. Arkansas has lost three games of Bud Walton Green in the past four tries. Three. Unheard of. Unprecedented. And you're telling me that this team is this bad? You have an NBA lottery pick on your team. I don't care who you are. If you have an NBA lottery pick on your team, you have to be better than what we're seeing right now. Have to be. And I don't really know where the light at the end of the tunnel is. I don't know when it's going to be here. Because again, if you look at what the year and what the team looks like now, what happens when Daniel Gafford leaves after this season? And you have Justice Hill coming in? I mean, I mean, where where else are you going to get some big-time players? Because these guys may improve, don't get me wrong, but do you really think they're going to improve that much? 
I mean, seriously? This is why people are having these issues with Mike Anderson, among many things. But a game like that is just, you can't have it. It's unacceptable in any regard. It's one thing if you get beat at home because the other team comes in and makes 12 of 22 three-pointers. I mean, it just happens. Those type of games happen. It happens all the time. But when the opposing team plays like absolute crap, because Florida did, Florida played like absolute trash, and you still get beat. When you have a player that goes for 30 points and you still get beat, very worrisome. This makes you scratch your head. It makes you strongly concerned about what the rest of the season will behold. And the thing is, is I am the biggest Mike Anderson fan or have been the biggest Mike Anderson supporter of anybody. I think when he was hired, it was great. It was exactly what Arkansas needed. I think he has elevated Arkansas's program from where it was. There's no doubt about it. I think he has done so many great things, and he is such a great ambassador for the University of Arkansas. He doesn't cheat. He doesn't have any baggage that goes along with him. He truly loves Arkansas. He truly loves this university, and this is where he wants to be. And I appreciate all those things. But we're sitting here in year eight when you're having games like this happen, and you're trying to figure out whether or not it's going to get any better from here. And I don't know if it will. If this team doesn't make the NCAA tournament this year, they're not making it next year. And they may not make it after that. Sometimes you just need things to kind of be, you know, switched up a little bit. Jumble it up a little bit. Make things different. And that's not me calling for Mike Anderson's head and saying he needs to be fired. I'm not saying that. Because, again, I wait till the end of the seasons to figure out exactly what the team looks like and reflect on it. But my point in in saying all of this, folks, is that I get your frustration. Myself watching this team, I get frustrated watching them. And it seems like it's kind of the same song, different verse. And you're just waiting on, when is Arkansas going to make that next step? Because every other team in the SEC has made the Sweet 16 since Arkansas has. Every other team. But yet Arkansas is considered to be one of the top three jobs in the conference. It sure doesn't look like it right now. And it sure doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon. Maybe it's the football season that's added to it. Maybe it's because of the problems that have happened late in games. Maybe it's because of the way you've lost these games where it felt like there for a while is just free throw shooting. Free throw shooting is what helped made you lose those games. Well, true. But now it seems like it's more of a problem. I don't know if they're tired. I don't know if they're checking out. I, I don't know. There's just there's too many things going on. And it may be one of those deals that we have to sit back and look at for the next few games to see how this team responds. Because that's what's going to come down to is how do they respond? Do they respond by laying down and dying, or do they respond by coming back with a vengeance? I don't know. But for all you out there that are frustrated and that you're tired of the crap that's going on at the basketball program, I'm with you. The football season didn't make it any better. You're just looking for something to be good. And maybe a few of you are just fatigued of Mike Anderson. And again, I get it. And who knows? Maybe changes will be coming. Maybe something will be different. I don't know. But what I do know is that this program in Arkansas deserves to be a team year in and year out that's in the NCAA tournament. 
is a program that deserves to have elite talent, especially the elite talent in state, staying home. It deserves to give you a product on the court that's consistent enough to where it's not a matter of if you go to the NCAA tournament. It's a matter of how far do you go in the NCAA tournament. That's what this program needs to be, and that's what it can be. There's no excuses. There's no obstacles. There's no reasons like it is in football to why Arkansas can't be that program. The in-state talent in the state of Arkansas is as good as any state. And in fact, if you just were able to keep all the kids in-state from the past five years, Arkansas would have probably made it to the Final Four already because there's just been that much talent. So there's really no reason why Arkansas should not be better than what we're seeing right now. And is Mike Anderson the guy that's going to be able to do it? A lot of people are losing faith. And I feel like I might be one of those people too. Time will tell. We'll see how the rest of the conference slate goes. There's 16 games left in the conference slate. If Arkansas can't get to a 500 record in conference, if they miss the NCAA tournament and even, dare I say, miss the NIT, miss all postseason whatsoever and altogether, I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't know where you're going to find your faith in the program that they will get it done at a high level. Let's see how it plays out. We'll revisit this issue at the end of the season. But there's no doubt that Arkansas basketball has got to get it going quick, fast, and in a hurry. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. This happened, of course, right as soon as I got done with my podcast yesterday, so I didn't get to discuss it because we brought up Jalen Hurts and, and transferring because he put his name in the transfer portal. Well, the biggest thing yesterday after the podcast had ended was that Ty Story, the quarterback for Arkansas, has also put his name in the transfer portal. Now, people have come around and said, well, this doesn't mean he's transferring. Folks, it means he's transferring. I'm sorry, you don't put your name in the transfer portal and then you say, you know what, actually I'm completely content where I'm at right now. That doesn't happen. I'm curious of the timing behind Ty's story doing it. Why now? Why not do it as soon as the season ended? Or a month ago? Or a couple weeks ago? Like, why now? And so I, I think that it's always fascinating to kind of speculate about it all and make assumptions, which I know what assuming does, but just bear with me on this. Ty Story decided that this was the best time for him to put his name in the transfer portal because I believe this was the time when the coaching staff and him sat down or at least communicated and said, you know, we may need to go a different direction. It might be best for you to move on from Arkansas and it might be best for us to move on from you. And, you know, we appreciate all you did, but I think it's best for both people interested. And I think that's exactly what happened. I think Chad Morris, say what you want about the guy, I think he understands that he is in a desperate situation where he has to, and I mean has to, find some type of spark to get this team going. Another 2-10 season can't happen. It's going to take some serious time to get it going, but he also realizes that as much time as it takes, fans are really wearing thin on their patience and have been for the past few years. So... If you're Chad Morris and you look at your roster of quarterbacks, you got Ty Story, or did have Ty Story, but you have Ty Story, going to be a senior, graduate senior. You have Connor Nolan, who's playing baseball. 
you have KJ Jefferson, who's going to be a true freshman, hasn't even arrived on campus and won't be here till actually fall camp. Or maybe I think actually will be here in May. So he'll be here in summertime, but still. You have him, John Stephen Jones, and Dalton Hyatt. Like those are your quarterbacks in your room. Do you want all five of those guys? Like seriously, do you think all five of those guys are going to be able to contribute or are they just taking up a scholarship? Ty Story, hey man, you you're hang you hung in tough. We appreciate it. But we want to go get somebody else. They want to go and get him a grad transfer quarterback, and that's exactly what is going to happen. I'm guaranteeing it right now, folks. There's going to be a grad transfer quarterback playing for Arkansas, starting for Arkansas next year. They really want to redshirt K.J. Jefferson. Now, who will that grad transfer quarterback be? Could it be Jalen Hurts? Pipe dream. It would be the most insane thing of all time if it ever happened, but I'm not holding my breath on it. Could it be somebody like Shane Bouchelle, who actually hasn't announced that he's transferring? officially at least but Vegas odds have him going to Arkansas at least Arkansas being the favorite in that regard so there could be your guy what about Tate Martell he's the next quarterback that has listed himself in the transfer portal the Ohio State quarterback the guy that trashed on Texas A&M which hey the Texas A&M players which is fine by me that may be uh, the best fit for him if he's over there trashing them so fine by me if he decides to come to Arkansas. So you have him. Uh, you still have Ben Hicks. I'm sure there'll be some other guys being listed as well. So you have some options out there. And honestly, truly, because here's the thing that people have been running. Oh, we don't need we don't need anybody else. We got we got guys on the can. No, 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 no. If you have a chance to get one of these guys, get them because they will start immediately. They are going to be better than anybody you have on campus right now. I get a lot of the Connor Nolan love. I think he's a fine kid, but I think he should stick to baseball. I think it would be best served for him, and I think he's going to. You can't count on him to play football. John Stephen Jones is just Jerry Jones' grandson. K.J. Jefferson might be the real deal Holyfield, but it ain't going to happen as a true freshman. So what do you do? You go out and you get you somebody to help you immediately, right now. You can't afford to have another season like you had last year. Because if you do, you lose the fan base. You lose any momentum that you possibly could have. And then recruits start to really start questioning, okay, relationships are all well and good, man, but why would I want to go play for this joker that can't even win more than four games in two seasons? You don't want that. And Chad Morris doesn't want that. So it's the right decision by Morris and this staff to move on from Ty Story. And I think it's going to be the best interest of Ty Story to find somewhere else to go. And that's okay completely and totally fine nobody needs to be upset by this no one needs to be mad at coaching staff for letting Ty Story go or Ty Story leaving nobody it's it's a good thing for everybody involved and I think that there can be some mystery and some cautious optimism if you want to call it that if Arkansas does get a transfer quarterback depending on who the transfer quarterback is it's almost like there's a ranking system it's like if Arkansas gets Ben Hicks okay that's fine. We'll see. At least he's got some familiarity with Chad Morris. If they get Tate Martell, all right. Yeah, all right. I like that. That's pretty good. Shane Bouchel, all right. Okay, I really like it. And I think he's going to be really good. Jalen Hurts, oh, my God. I mean, it would be people would just lose their mind. So there's like a level tier of an excitement that goes along with it. And I feel like the better quality quarterback you get in the transfer portal, the more ticket sales you're going to have. Like It's just one of those funny things that 
Uh, of course, we, we like to joke around about, but that's how it seems to be, that, that there's tiers of these quarterbacks. So look for Arkansas to have a grad transfer starting for them this season and look for that to at least bring some excitement to the Razorback fan base and football, much needed excitement to the football fan base. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at RushJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.